everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Widener Show, powered by SonicWave Studios and brought to you by our official sponsor of the Mike Widener Show, international warring author, Me and Molson's The Missing, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. We're here with a terrific gentleman who is not only a real estate mogul, a computer programmer, he's also a breakfast cereal aficionado. And why is that? He began his first company, um, which is um, Magnus uh, Opus, many Opus Productions, to sell animated projects. And of course, uh, he's uh, the founder of a wonderful company called Pandemony Toy Brands. And what is that? We're going to find out in just one minute. He founded in 17 as a trailblazer in children's entertainment, specializing in all kinds of things, creation, manufacturing, toys, licensing business of its um, universe in film, TV, books, and more. And of course, speaking of um, universes, uh, he'll be talking about um, Trank Tank Drum going into the future. And of course, you know, he has a love for children. We'll talk about that. Live, ladies and gentlemen, for Plus Two is in beautiful downtown Franklin, Tennessee. The amazing real estate mago, computer programmer, breakfast cereal aficionado, or as I call it, fanatic. I'm sure he's having it right now. Encouraging uh, fans of Tank Drone to do the same thing. Ladies and gentlemen, the founder of uh, Panda Money Toy Brands, the multi-talented, Ryan Mannion. Ryan, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Mike. Which well, great to have you on board as well, too. It's your real estate model, computer programmer, breakfast cereal aficionado. And before we get into all that, what's your favorite breakfast cereal? Oh, gosh, there's so many. It's hard to decide. Um, oh, put me on the spot. I guess <laughs> in a pinch, I'd have to say Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's it's good all the time, you know, no matter what you're in the mood for. Well, you know something, too? You can join my wife that one. She loves Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and I'm more of a Frosted Flakes person, and I wish I'd have some right now, but unfortunately, Tony's uh, on assignment at this time, so we'll have to check with him. That one snap, crackle, and pop. And uh, not only that, you became first company, uh, Mandy and uh, Opus Productions, to sell uh, animated uh, projects. You're the founder of uh, Pandemony Toy Brands in 2017 as a trailblazer in children's entertainment. And, of course, you also respect um, children's intelligence and um, basically just uh, very uh, gratuitous um, issuing the uh, indoctrinations and encouraging youthful self-discovery. Uh, and you have a new product called uh, Tank Drone, which goes 100 in years into the future. Why is that? Well, before getting all that, Ryan, tell us how you first got started. Um, yeah, I, I've been doing uh, computer, I'm sorry, <laughs> character design my whole life. And um, I, I kind of, I did go to school for computer programming, but, um, you know, art was always calling me. I always had these ideas for characters and stories, and I just went for it. Um, and yeah, I started that company, Magnan Opus. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Um, that was, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was quite a ways back and, and did the, uh, did did my own animated shorts and um, produced some films, things like that. Um, but I really, I wanted to get into more kids brands and and things like that. Just I don't know. That's just kind of where where all that love started was with my childhood, and um, I thought that there was a dearth in uh, the action figure aisle in particular because it was a lot of you know you'd see he-man all the time i'm sorry not he-man uh superman all the time batman those those characters and actually they brought he-man back now too but yes i remember he-man very well i grew up in watching superman batman i think it was um i kind of hate to say it's like the 60s and 70s the batman i remember was adam west and burt war the more cartoony one and of course oh, yeah. the superman the other cartoons and um everything just went from there so 
Yeah, see, and they haven't really made uh, much news since then, it doesn't seem like. I mean, it's been like 20 years since the last thing I, I'd seen on the action figure aisle that was a new brand or the newest brand was Power Rangers, which had already been out for, you know, 20 years or so. So I thought kids needed something of their, uh, for today's generation. They needed something, uh, something of their own, and that's kind of what we've been doing since. Hmm. That's rather interesting. What was that one precise moment that simply influenced you into what you're doing for the rest of your career? What was the one moment that influenced me? It was like light bulb, like that. I, it was it was more of a okay, it was narrowing it down. It's like I could do comics, I could do animation, I could do toys, but animation and comics, there are already a lot of great independent development uh, uh, brand, a, a lot of great independent development happening there. So um, I thought that there was something lacking in toys. That was kind of what I guess the aha moment was. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and, and I was in and, Toys R Us, I think, when it happened. I remember Toys R Us. Yeah, it's like you'll know, be a Toys R Us kid. The um, what, what was it? Um, oh gosh, what was it named? Jerry the Giraffe or yeah, what? Jeffrey. Jeffrey, that was it. Oh my gosh, yeah. it's been such a long time. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm trying to dig the cobwebs out of my childhood, as you could tell too. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> And, 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 of course, you talked about, you know, having uh, childhood memories and all that. What was your first um, childhood memory, you know, you know, that got you really into toys and animation and everything like that? Um, when I was in school, uh, I was uh, I was kind of the, I wouldn't say loner, but just I, I really liked to do projects that without other people's input. And I was into drawing a lot. And... Um, to the point where other kids in the class were like asking me to to critique their drawings and things like that. So I guess that was that was kind of where it started was that um, I recognized that that I had something something I like doing and, and maybe I was good at it, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and it seems like it as well too. And uh, who are some of your favorite um, car cartoon characters and also uh, cartoons and uh, TV shows growing up? Um, the thing that the a lot of what I'm doing now, I, I'm molding a lot of what what I grew up with in there. And so with Tankdrome, a lot of it was inspired by this show called Mask, which was kind of it came out around the same time as G.I. Joe or American Hero, real American Hero. Um, it was it was these these vehicles that would transform into other vehicles, usually something kind of militaristic. Makes you think of Transformers. Yeah. So it was sort of that in between Transformers and GI Joe. It was it was both universe. I think it might have been the same company at, at the time. I can't remember. They all kind of got bought up over the years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I lost track after a while. So like you know you know you know who did Disney buy up? Where did Marvel go to? DC yeah, and everything. So it's like these have their own um, distinction. Now all of a sudden they get bought by somebody. It's like who really runs the show? Yeah, it was it was Kenner at the time, and I think Hasbro bought him, if I remember correctly. I remember Kenner. That's right. And the yeah. thing I remember from Kenner was uh, what was it? Those um, the I'm trying to think here. It's like the, those uh race cars where it's like you put a stick in, like the wheel goes like that. You oh know. yeah, yes, cool. I remember those. That that's one Kenner toy I thought of. Yeah, I care. I, I I totally remember those. I have no idea what the name is, but yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I think was it uh rip rip and reel or something like yeah. that, but I remember that I carry around was my favorite. You had that stick at that wheel, zoo, 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 like that, and you go, 
and, and see how far we're taking or you try to hit somebody or try to scare off a dog cat bird whatever it is and see if it flies off the porch or something i remember <laughs> that one <laughs> yeah hope you didn't break it you know oh my gosh yeah and i think there was also mattel and i think there was also you mentioned hasbro and um oh my gosh it's oh it's been a while <laughs> yeah yeah, I can't remember some of those if Hasbro made them or the if it was Kenner and now they just own them because because they bought Kenner. So, mm -hmm. right, yeah, mm -hmm. and and of course you got your own as well too. And of course you got your own uh, toy brand and everything else and the philosophy behind it. Um, we'll talk about that with um, you know Pandemonium uh, toy brands uh, founder Ryan Mannion along with uh, Tank Drum in just one minute. But first, listen to the Mike Widener Show at the MikeWidenerShow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at SonicWebStudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at SonicWebStudios.com. Mention the Mike Widener Show. Get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give an official shout-out to our official sponsor, the Mike Widener Show, international warring author, Mia Molson-Zia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molson-Zia, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is illusion and those you love be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson-Zia has got great reviews. And Evil Eleven endorsed by Howard celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, and Manus. So grab your copy today for Goes Missing by Mia Molson-Zia, available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com with 40 podcast platforms. Heard in 100 countries, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Audible, Apple Music. And follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, threads and more and subscribe to us on BitChute and rumble make sure you tickets with you on any mobile device and for great gift ideas go to amazon.com and check out the mike widener show podcast t-shirts pop sockets throw pillows tote bags hoodies makes great gifts 24 7 go to amazon.com check out the mike widener show podcast and for more great gift ideas go to amazon.com slash me and most for great books like missing once and wrinkles also t-shirts pop sockets hoodies phone cases and more great gifts for the holidays birthdays any occasion Amazon.com slash me and Molson Zia. Check it out today and support the Mike Wagner Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, and the Mike Show.com. We're here with the amazing multi-talented real estate mago, computer programmer, breakfast cereal, aficionado, and the founder of Pandemony Toy Brands, part of the Tank Drum series, Ryan Manning here on the Mike Wagner Show. And um, and before we talk about uh, Tank Drum as well, too, you do a little um, thing, too, which is the genesis of it, Alternation. And uh, tell us more about that. Yeah, Alternation was our first... Uh action figure brand and it came out in end of 2019 you know uh 2020 happened and that that kind of set things back but we're still going and uh still have them available i got quillroy right here the thing about alternation was um they were it was a secret experiment that's this is the story the secret experiment with the military uh creating human animal hybrids that were soldiers only they don't know that they're their hybrids they think they were just born freaks of nature uh -huh. so it was kind of a x-files for kids the toys themselves uh each one had their own different animal power so this guy's part porcupine he's an elephant. okay can, can you uh, bring it up close for our uh, viewers yeah. so this is quillroy if you Ooh. Know, Ooh, pretty scary here i hope we don't 
traumatize any kids here. So, yeah. And then, so yeah, he would. He oh my gosh, he yeah. he, shoot, he shoots uh, quills. I, he shoots quills. We got a chameleon. He actually changes color in warm water, and he's got this funny okay. touch uh, named Jim. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Again, bring it up close. I like to see that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm about to buy that for my kids. I need to remind myself to do so. Well, that's great because I'm sure we we have some specials going before uh, you know the holidays and everything. So mm -hmm. and uh, show some other characters and uh, their features, yeah. functions, and what else they do. I mean, this yeah, is so really this, cool. This is one got. of the villains. This is sabotage. There we go. I got to do everything backwards on camera, I guess. And he lights up. Got this sound effect. One of the more super deluxe characters. So he's got a few different features. We also did fun stuff with the accessories. So we had the a character who's a spy. He's got a, a switchblade hidden in the umbrella. There. Oh wow! Okay, stuff like that. I... It was it was a lot of fun. We we um we had fun making it. We we did we poured our hearts into it. Just you know for that. Um, just wanted to give people the most we could for their buck. And uh, we were a small company, so we wanted to really make a big splash. We ended up uh, getting nominated for uh, the Toy Action Figure of the Year, I should say. Um, Toy of the Year Awards. And, mm -hmm. you know, that was that was special to us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the it, industry's highest award. So. Uh-huh. That is very nice as well, too. Yeah. And uh, maybe we can talk about some of the other characters that you feature as well, too, before we get the tank drum. It's like, you know some of the other toys and um and what do you base your characters on too it's like you you, you have the um the lizard guy and um you also have the one that shoots quills maybe just a back backstory on uh some of those guys you talk about you know you know humans uh, combining with animals and everything like that yeah i'd love to talk about it um so we each one was a different um they're all ranked in the military so quillroy was second in command and he's kind of the brute weightlifter the group he's the tough guy Kind of the big brother character um we've got sham here he's a secret agent we don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy yet um he's he's sort of working for the agency and uh we don't know if he's he's with the hybrids or kind of just spying on them um this is a character i didn't get to show you it might be tricky to show how his feature works but this is dart he's the cadet of the group he does a backflip. Oh my goodness, that's so yeah. cool! And yet he still has all the articulation that you'd expect. Um, you know, so you can still pose him even though he does that cool backflip. Mm hmm. That is rather interesting, and I think you want to uh, you know show more of it and everything else. And uh, is there any other characters you like to um show off us show off as well? yeah the last one i'll show today is uh this is el ray he's the leader of the group and uh he's he's fully articulated and he also has this cool little he's an electric eel so he lights up he's got the uh fishtail it's actually <laughs> rubber you can whack the other characters with it if you like oh there yeah. you go i like that i like that and, and tell us more about the uh the story of uh, alienation story. and how that came about, and or, or is it alternation? That's what alternation, yeah, yeah, alternation, yeah. So you know, tell us more about uh, how did that first come about? Yeah, we we pitched a lot of different ideas to kids around uh, age eight or nine, and um, since they're the primary audience of, of action figures, um, and that this was the one they liked the best. Um, 
they liked the idea that a human combined with an animal, you get the best of both worlds. So the intelligence of a human and, and you know, these different powers we we could that you might possibly have. So we ended up incorporating that into the story with all of their their powers are based on real animals powers. Um, and then the other thing was just kind of we kicked around the idea of, well, this is a they like the idea of it being a secret experiment. So we kind of made it this X-Files for kids and kind of the island of Dr. Moreau and and all that. Because um, it the story takes place on a, a secret naval base out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. And um, these, these characters, they go on missions, these sort of paranormal missions. So they're fighting, you know, shadow creatures or mind control, you know, uh zombies and things like that but they're also uncovering the secret about themselves that, that they're not being told the truth so it it has a lot of potential we we're pitching around to different um for film and television and things like that it's it's been a comic dark horse comics picked it up for a graphic novel so modest success and and it's and we're still going Mm -hmm. And certainly does as well, too. And before we get to more talk about uh, Tank Drome as well, too, that, um, you know, you've you've had Pandemonia toy brands for quite some time. And what's unique about it is that you basically, um, you know, not just a trailblazer and children's entertainment, specializing creation, manufacturing toys, licensing business and all that. You respect children's intelligence, eschews uh, gr gratuitous uh, indoctrination and encouraging youthful self discovery and um you know tell us more about that and what led you to uh that philosophy yeah um i i had always sort of resented it as a kid i guess maybe um i was more uh aware of it than than other kids my age that i, I didn't really like being uh this sort of subversive like indoctrination in in some of the content i would view as a kid so political points of view that whether I agreed with them or not, I, I didn't really think it was appropriate to be in kids shows. So uh, I kind of wanted to uh, avoid that with the company I made and, and just really just the stories we have are, are sort of the fundamental things kids need in life. Not, not uh, they don't really, I don't think they need to be involved in uh, specifics with red versus blue. And um, that, and so that was, that was sort of where I went with it. And then, uh, I guess I also saw that there was other companies that were that were doing things that were sort of underhanded, um, and you can some of the there's been books written about some of the things other toy companies have done as far as their competitive attitude and and compromising mm, children's privacy and things like that in order to get market research and and just weird stuff like that. There's just it it just doesn't seem very appropriate. Uh, certainly not good for uh, the you know the culture and things like that mm -hmm. you you mentioned something earlier as well too and i was really curious about that you know you know teaches kids certain things when it comes to um you know alternation and uh some of the projects you've done as well what are some of the things that uh, kids need to learn and what are some of the um the values that are being taught when it comes to that yeah so some of the stories we did in alternation one was um um about how you it was it was really a story about skepticism that that these characters were were in this world of 
of all this extraordinary stuff. And it was the, the whole moral of the story was not to jump to conclusions. And especially in today's age, when we are bombarded with, you know, so many different points of view that it's important to just take that step back and, and really analyze what is the most mm, probable outcome or, or things like that. Not to just believe things because they're fascinating, but whether or not they're true you know so that mm. was the that was one of the the our first short stories was that was the theme of it mm -hmm. what are some of the themes that you would touch on uh some of the other themes um we had one let me think uh we had oh there was this was a good one um one of the villains was trying to take over the world and digitize everybody's personality so so we were I love all the idea the take over the world picking a brain what do you want to do at night, Brain? Same thing we do at night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. In, in our story, the the character was had a an interesting twist on that, and it was to put. Uh, she was of the belief that that the next step in evolution was for us to be in in digital form, not to even have bodies, but to just be uh, exist on hard on computer software. And the allegory there was was to to teach the importance of actually living life, and not and that a virtual life isn't isn't a life at all. It's sort of a waste of life. Hmm. That that's kind of similar to uh, AI in a sense. Yeah, yeah, and I think kind of some of the shows like Black Mirror and things have, have touched on that. But again, not not really an appropriate show for kids. So this is something we can do to bring bring that same sort of those ideas to kids. Mm -hmm. And what are some of the themes that you've also uh, touched on, or what other themes do you plan to touch on? Well, um, one of our, our more recent stories is um, balancing the need for pro progressive ideas versus traditional ideas. So both have their place and time, and and um, it's important to to not to lean not lean too far into tradition because then you never you never invent anything new. But that um, progressive ideas are not tried and true so they have to be taken with uh with caution mm -hmm. and certainly did as well too and of course you know you know a good portion is anime but uh, it's also that uh, you have a really unique uh, spin on that one what was that yeah you're know, talking about you have like uh you know you know anime as part of a uh, tank drum as well too you put in oh right spin yeah on it. yes yeah, so Tank Drum's going to be continuing at that same sort of. Uh, our first issue is, it's a story about um, the main characters are really learning how to balance fame and with responsibility, and it sort of just questions the reason why we, why would a person even want fame if you're going to compromise yourself to get it? Like it's not the. Why would you want influence? And we always hear these stories about kids wanting to be influencers and things like that. So um, the way, in my experience, it's been such that that there's a lot of people, when you when you reach a certain level of, of influence, there's expectations that you'll change who you are in order to, to gain more followers or whatever, gain more of an audience, essentially. And um, so that that's sort of the idea is, well, what's the point of doing that if you're not you? What's it, you're mm -hmm. not you and you anymore you're you're just doing 
you're toeing the line basically. Mm -hmm. And do you think there's more pressure on influencers to, um, you know, be more of an influencer trying to get more? Is there more pressure on them or is it just part of the job? It's interesting. I'm not the, the influencer thing is, it's something I, I can't speak to too much intelligence uh, with too much intelligence about, but I, I imagine it's similar to some of the stuff I faced in trying to build a career in Hollywood and things like that, to where there's, you have your artistic vision and there's people that want to change it to fit a, to fit either the market or an, or an agenda or whatever it is. And then to the point where you're, you're not sure why they even need you <laughs> it's like mm. why not why would you just build this yourself <laughs> right right exactly and of course you know speaking of hollywood and uh you know having a career and everything you did some other work too before you you're doing uh tank drome and um alternation you also did uh alcoholism and astrophy i hope i got that right or oh, yeah. are you and eight goals of college i like that one and um directing um dave director's cut and also a year without God, and uh, tell us more about those. Yeah, all of those were were indie projects that you know people at the time they were things I sort of thought were worth exploring. And and the the Arang you, I'll I'll tell you about that. Um, that was a Creative Commons movie, and so I'm a big supporter of Creative Commons work, which is if you're not familiar with it, it's a copyright free work that so as long as you as long as you say you can't um you can't as long as you don't how do i explain it as long as you allow other people to derive the work that you've done derive from the work you've done it's you're free to use it so if i make a piece of art and you and you edit it and do whatever you want with it we can um you're free to use it as long as you let other people use it. There we go. That's the way to say mm -hmm. it. I, I, I think I think I understand the concept of, um, you know, copyright free. And I think some people also call it royalty free as well, too. So. Yeah, it's sim it's similar to royalty free. It, it's slightly different just in the fact that you can copyright it. But anyway, it's it's trivial stuff. I, I shouldn't even get into that. <laughs> yeah. So this was a whole movie somebody wanted to make uh, that was Creative Commons. So. If you took their movie, you could uh, you could go re-edit it, and they couldn't say anything about it. Mm -hmm. and, and of course, and of course, you can have your uh, characters do the same as well too with uh, alternation. And of course, you know, let's go a hundred years in the future with a tank drum. Before we do that, with Ryan Mannion, you listen to the Mike Wagner Show at the MikeWagnerShow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios, and brought to you by official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, International Warring Author Mia Mosesia Missing. We'll be back with the. Um, founder of uh, Pandemonia Toy Brands, Ryan Mannion, after this time. We'll be back with, we're back with uh, Pandemonia Toy Brands founder and the creator of uh, Tank Drum, Ryan Mannion here on the Mike Wagner Show. Let's jump into Tank Drum. These guys go 100 years in the future and uh, after a great war, nations of the world band armies together, territory solved and one-on-one -on -one tank battles. And uh, tell us more about that. And um, tell us more about how did, how did a Tank Drum actually first got started? Yeah, I'm gonna pull. If it's okay, I'll, I'll share some pictures with you. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I love pictures. Well, you know that pictures, uh, whatever, a thousand words and and so forth. Um, 
Sorry, I'm a little distracted. You trying to? <laughs> I th- I think you need some cinnamon toast crunch to get you back into focus. Right now. Come on, focus, focus, the, yeah. focus. I wish I could give you cinnamon toast, but my wife is eating it right now. She's like, "Sorry, you can't have it." Okay, honey. <laughs> yeah, let me. Uh, oh, the host has disabled per- screen sharing. I'm sorry, I can't show or share it with you. Oh, that. Oh, that's okay. We can do it another time. Yeah, but, yeah, that's um, fine. I'll, we, I'll send you the pictures. You can plug them in and. Uh, the post, but yeah, the the story of Tankdrome is yes, it is a hundred years in the future. Uh, instead of wars, the uh, nations of the world got together and said, "Let's just do one-on-one tank battles," because you know that uh, that just seemed the most likely thing that would actually happen, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, so it's it's a lot more of a, a light-hearted, uh, funny action series when compared to Tankdrome. I wanted to do something completely different tone. And um, all of the in the story, all of the it, it really took a lot of inspiration from Street Fighter and, and things like that, um, where the characters are from different parts of the world. And you can see that reflected in in not just their character design, but also in the, the design of the vehicle. So being from Tennessee now, we have a character that sort of looks like a cross between Elvis and uh, Jerry Lee Lewis kind of he's driving a 57 Chevy tank. Uh, he's got, oh, yeah. I can imagine that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got a character that drives a lowrider tank. He's sort of the hip hop artist. We've got a gangster from uh, the kind of 1920s Chicago gangster who's like Al Capone, sort of, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. He's I based him on uh, George Raff, if you know who that is. Um, uh he's sort of yeah so he's a uh, sort of scarface character and he's got a uh, a rolls royce sort of tank things like that it's really wacky we even had a character with the it was like a giant baby like a nine foot tall baby that has a tank and it's a uh, like a baby walker crossed with a tank so oh i think you know it reminds me of uh what was it um ghostbuster having that uh, big yeah. baby walk through it <laughs> <laughs> like the marshmallow man Right? Marshmallow Man, that's right. <laughs> and, and of course, you know, Bill Murray hits it's like, you know, how'd you do? I've been slimed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or that or that goblin or whatever it is. So um, so so yeah, I probably need some cinnamon toast crunch. You know, I, I forgot to ask this question as well, since you're in the cartoons. Who are some of your favorite um, you know, uh a- animators? Um animators well, or I, cartoonists, I, really, I should say. Yeah, I got into Bruce Tim and um he did uh, all the Batman series in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So I think that was probably the most influential on me. Um, but I also got a chance to be taught by a lot of animators. So I was taught by Steven Silver, who worked on Kim Possible, uh, Charles and Billis, who worked on He-Man, um, uh, Jim Smith worked on Ren and Stimpy. So I, I got a lot of great... Uh, I'm really lucky that I, at the time I was in California, that I got to study under those guys. And, and of course, your thoughts on Stan Lee as well, too. Stan Lee. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was a huge, I loved Spider-Man growing up. Uh, so that was my thing. I mean, he made, he was like a power, He's a, he was a powerhouse of of ideas. And um, I feel like I... I I'm just like him, except far less successful. <laughs> I can come up with ideas too, but uh, but uh, I don't have the outlet he did. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Well, maybe the people from uh, Tank Drum can also help as well, too. You know, besides mm-hmm. having, um, you know, one-on-one tank battles. Of course, you have, um, you know, Elvis and his uh, 57 Chevy. And, of course, you had the Rolls Royce and um, and uh, Low Riders and everything like that. And what are some of the other, um, you know, tanks are featured? Some of the other tanks we, we had. Um, those were, oh, well, we have a character. We have some of the, the story takes place in Japan. So there's a... Uh, there's a trend in Japan called Bozo Zuko. Bozo Zuko. I always get it wrong. Anyway, it's a, it's a style of bikes that people modify, and they're really outrageous looking motorcycles. Um, so we had a tank based on that, and the driver's a female character. Uh, and she's her name is Fujiyama Mama, named after a 50s uh, rockabilly song. Um, what else? We had... Uh, we had... <laughs> There's a character uh, out of Louisville. Uh, I was going to originally call her the Louisville Slugger, but I, I don't think I'm going to because I, I may want to make a toy and and they probably own the trademark. That yeah, that yeah, yeah, they do have it. Yeah. I was going to say they do have a trademark, or I could say um, Louisville Slam or um, yeah. or, or Louis Slugger or something like that. Louis Slug or something. We ended up changing it. Well, the the tank is. Have you seen in a baseball game that they'll sometimes they'll bring a a pitcher out on a a bull a bullpen car? I've seen those. Yes, and uh, yeah. and and just about all the parks. You know, I've been to Wrigley Field, Comiskey Park, Dodger Stadium, County Stadium, and uh, people. You know, they've uh, you know took pictures, sent it. You know, like from Bush Stadium, Kauffman Stadium, and even like you know, say with um the Nashville Cats or um Tennessee Smokies, they bring them out. Yeah, yeah. So we made a tank out of a bullpen cart. <laughs> and she shoots she shoots Gatorade as a weapon, kind of oh. slush. <laughs> I thought they'd be shooting baseballs, make me think she of She does us. that too. She yeah, she's got a, a pitching machine like a you know what I'm talking? Like at a batting cage. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, those uh, yeah. automatic ones. I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. And of course I think the shoots up makes me think of speed racer back in the day. You hit A, you jump, hit B. You, you shoots knives, C, machine guns, D, submerge, or E is just like, you know, whatever, you know, so. Yeah, I haven't seen Speed Racer in so long. And now that you said that, I'm going to go see, see if I can find it. On... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I haven't seen Speed Racer in decades. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm hoping he gives them good ideas here. And, uh, and of course, you know, of course, Tank Drum's still in the process. What do you want people to, um, to, to get out of uh, Tank Drum? Oh, I hope they, they enjoy it and tell their friends and um, go follow us on, you know, follow your favorite anime news. Uh, we were in Anime News Network. This will be produced by Studio ENGI, Engie. Um, so please keep an eye out for it and follow us on all. We're Pandemony Toys on all the social media, but you can, the better way to follow us is on our own website, pandemony.toys, not .com. It's a .toys because... We don't sell comms. We sell toys. Ah, pandemony.toys. I like that idea. You really came up with something great. So we're here with uh, Ryan Mannion of uh, Tank Drone from uh, Pandemony uh, Toy Brands here on the Mike Wagner Show. Just a few more things. What can we expect from you in 2023 or going into 2024 and beyond, Ryan? Yeah, we're hoping to expand more into licenses. So I'd like to get a Tank Drone video game out. Um, We've talked, we're in talks with an animist animation studios about that and as i'm sorry as for an animated series and um we have a few other ideas in the works uh toys as far as toys go innovative products 
Mm-hmm. Certainly indeed. And we're looking forward to that, Ryan. And who do you consider biggest influence in your career? My biggest influence? Yes. I'm going to go big and say Walt Disney. And actually, I'm going to I'm gonna put Frank Capra in there, too. Recently, I've been just on a Frank Capra movie. Oh, kick. wow. Well, it, yeah. like it's a wonderful life and um, all, all of them. Yeah. Wonderful life is great. Um, it's another one I really like. There was Meet John Doe. But uh, it's just I feel like that's sort of something missing that, that there was this sort of idealism that he captured really well. And and it hasn't been seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, what's been out there. maybe he'll be part tank from who knows. Maybe sure. a Christmas edition. Hey, sure. it's it's a wonderful life, you know. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I'll figure some way out to incorporate that. Yeah, there you go. Have have a Jimmy Stewart mobile. It's like, yeah, we're gonna beat these bad guys. You know? (laughs) Oh, what do you say there? (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna right get you, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) The episode continues. And what's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point? Oh, um, I'm the best advice I can give is. don't listen to me because I made a lot of actually listen. Uh, don't do what I did wrong and just just do the stuff I did right. Actually, if they really want advice, they can email me. I, I'm really good about emailing anybody who wants to talk to me. So Ryan Magnan at Pandemony.toys. Um, I really like to help people with uh, that are struggling because I had a hard time uh, getting started with toys. So I, I'm always happy to help other people that that are confused about the entertainment business or anything like that okay well we'll certainly do that as well to have uh people contact you we're here with um pandemonia toy brands uh founder and the uh producer of tank drone ryan madden here on the mike widener show ryan a very big thank you for your time you've been absolutely fantastic learned a lot from you looking forward to having again soon keep us up to date keep in touch live happy back once again what's your website how do people contact you and we can people purchase check out the toys and check out all your goods yeah, uh, our website is panda, P-A-N-D-A, Moni, M-O-N-Y, dot toys. And uh, our toys are on all of the major online platforms, walmart.com, amazon.com, target.com, uh, eBay, wherever. Probably in a flea market somewhere, too. <laughs> well, just don't let those buggers get them as well, too, or terrorize. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Ryan, that's been great. And looking forward to Tank Drome as well. Looking forward to having soon, Ryan. You've been absolutely fantastic. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Love, happy back. Wish you all best. And Ryan, you definitely have a great future ahead. All right. Thank you, Mike.